0: That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti as Christ is magnified in you. Jesus is everything. Romans chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God which he had promised a fall by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. The gospel of God, which he had promised a fall by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. In other words, the Holy Scriptures spoke about the gospel that you are hearing today. Wow. Concerning his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David. In other words, he came as a descendant of David because Mary was a descendant of David according to the flesh, made of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God with power. He was declared to be the Son of God with power. The things that Jesus did, no man had ever done some before. No man had ever done some before. No man had ever walked on water. No man had ever made the blind to see. Let me show you a scripture that shows what I'm telling you. John chapter 9. Jesus opened a blind man's eye. And. They were all surprised. Because the guy was born blind. He had never seen before. In his life. They had done surgeries on his eye. And that so many things on him. It wasn't working. Jesus meets him. And he opens his eyes. Wow! Is it not amazing? He opens his eyes. So they were asking the man who opened his eyes. Who opened your eyes? How come you are seeing now? Hey! Look at verse 15. Then again, the Francis also asked him how he had received the sight. He said unto them, He put clay upon my eyes. Because the guy didn't have eyeballs. There were no eyeballs. So Jesus made clay. He spat on the ground and made, you know, clay. And then put it into his eye sockets. Only the creator can do that. Hallelujah. Creator of the universe, what can you do? What can't you do, Jesus? It's Jesus who did it. He, he created everything. The Bible says that all things were made by Him. And nothing was made without Him. That is made. In Him is life. Beloved, if you don't have Jesus, you, you have trouble. Now, you can be born again and not know Jesus. You can be born again and not know Jesus. What was the last time you thought about Jesus? Because you can be born again and not think about Jesus much. Hallelujah. Meanwhile, he holds the keys to all your life. He holds the keys to every single thing concerning you. Hallelujah. Verse 16. Therefore said some of the Pharisees, This man is not of God, because he keepeth not the Sabbath day. Others said, How can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? <laughs> they were confused. And there was a division among them. How can a man who is a sinner do such miracles? Wow! They say unto the blind man again, What sayest thou of him? That he has opened thine eyes? He said, He is a prophet. But the Jews did not believe. So the guy answered and said, He said he is a prophet. But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight. They didn't believe that the guy had been blind. Until they called the parents of him that had received his sight. And they asked him saying, is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered them and said, we know that this is our son. We are aware that this is our son. And that he was born blind. But by what means he now seeth, we know not. We don't know how he is seeing now. Or who has opened his eyes. We know not. He is of age. Ask him. He shall speak for himself. Wow. These words spake his parents because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was Christ, that Jesus was Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. So the parents, the guy's parents did not want to be put out of the synagogue or the church. Therefore said his parents, He's of age. Ask him. Then again called the the man that was blind and said unto him, "So this is the third time we are talking to him. Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. What a shock!" He answered and said, "Whether he be a sinner or not, or no, I know not. One thing I know that whereas I was blind, now I see. Wow." Do you like what I'm telling you? You see, it is only Jesus who can open your eyes. Only Jesus can open your blind eyes. Because there's a blindness, there's something called spiritual blindness. Hmm? There's something called spiritual lameness. You can be born again and you're spiritually blind. You can't see. Let me show you a scripture. Is in Matthew chapter 13. Now, I want you to read that to me in Matthew chapter 13. As you are reading it, I'll show you another scripture somewhere else. Okay? Praise the Lord. I'm attempting to preach on born of the Word and born of the Spirit. That's what I'm attempting to share with you. So, wherever we get to is powerful. Hallelujah. Read from verse 10. Let's read from verse 10. Matthew 13 from verse 10. I want you to read it to me. Can you read it to me? One, two, go. taken away, even that he has. Therefore speak I unto them in parables. Because they see see not, and hearing, they hear not. Neither do they understand. Have you seen it? They see see not. They had physical eyes to see. Their eyes were open to see like this, but they could not see. They could not see the spiritual things that were happening. They were hearing in their ears, but they could not hear. So you can be sitting here, you are seeing me move around, but you can't see what is behind, what is there, what is moving around. You take things ordinarily, you don't know that they are supernatural things. The power of the Holy Spirit is around. Do you see? You may not see. You want me to call someone and blow air upon the person? For the person to. I can do something. Come. All of you over there. All of you come. One, two, three, four, five, six. All of you come. So that you see that the power of God is around. Do you see? Line up. I don't know. Are you interested in having, do you want to have an experience of the power of God? Line up. Can you lift up your hands? Are you ready? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, open your eyes. Did you feel anything? Yes. What did you feel? I don't know. Something came over. Something came around. How about you? Someone, Same. What happened to you? I was vibrating. We're vibrating. How about you? Nothing. Nothing happened to you. How about you? You fell. You don't know how you fell. How about you? See. How about you? I feel, I feel something. inside me. You feel something inside you. That's the power of God. Now, whether the person falls or not, or feels something or not, makes no difference. Do you see? The power of God is always present whenever. We meet always. You don't need physical things to show you that because you can ask for feeling, you can have emotional things it can come. Plenty. Okay. Yeah. You said you didn't feel anything, but what? Who you want to show now? That one there. That one there is. <laughs> well, now, Others are now what you are now, the Show? Uh, no. So the call of God puts something inside you. Yeah. You may take your seats. Thank you. But let's give them our applause. No power. You have. You have no idea. you can do all kinds of things, but there's a, there's something called spiritual education through the Word of God. You need to be educated spiritually. Do you understand? So that your eyes can open spiritually. And your ears can hear spiritually. Also, you always take everything for granted. You always depend on physical things to know that God is around. But God goes beyond physical things. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. They were seeing, but they couldn't see. I said, only Jesus can cure your spiritual blindness. Let me show you the scripture. Second Timothy, chapter two, from verse twenty-four. Second Timothy chapter two verse twenty-four. Let me read from verse twenty-three. It says, "But foolish questions." Paul is talking to Timothy, and he's just saying, "But foolish and unlearned questions. They are foolish and unlearned questions." Okay, they are people who are spiritually unlearned. They have not been educated spiritually. Do you understand what I am saying? Keep your finger here. Go to First Corinthians chapter fourteen. Let's read verse twenty-two. 1 Corinthians 14 22. We'll come back to this place, okay? Let's read from, from verse 14. From verse 14. For if I pray in a known tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. It is if I pray in tongues, kila my what? My spirit prayeth. The amplifier says, my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prays. But my understanding, my mind is unfruitful. That is why you can speak in tongues and your mind will be roaming about. Has it ever happened to you before? All the time. You are praying in tongues, and you, you, you wonder if you are even serious in life. And then your mind is roaming all over the place. You see, you allow your mind to roam all over the place because you are spiritually unlearned. You need to be spiritually taught. Because you are doing the most powerful thing that you can ever think about, but because you've not learned, you've not been educated, or you've been educated but you didn't take it seriously. You see, you've been taught, but then you didn't take it seriously. You were just in the system. You can be in the system and go to hell. I'm telling you, there are people amongst us who are not born again. They are not born again. When we do altar call, they think someone else should come, and the Holy Spirit is talking to them because the Holy Spirit talks to unbelievers. He talks to that move. Go and you'll be there quietly. <laughs> uh, he says, go, go go back to King James, please. What is it then? He says, I will pray with the spirit. So there's something called praying with the spirit. What does it mean to pray with the spirit? To pray in tongues, deeply immersed in what you are doing. Okay. For instance, in Jude chapter 1, verse 20. Jude 1.20 says, But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Isn't it? There's a prayer called praying in the Holy Ghost. Now, praying in the Holy Ghost is not only about speaking in tongues. Praying in the Holy Spirit has to do with praying with impregnation. Being inside what you are doing. There's lip tongues. And there's Inward tongues, there's deep tongues where you are involved in what you are doing, and your mind is involved in what you are doing. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. If you're like, if you only be doing the lip type, you never have an experience with God. Meanwhile, speaking in tongues is the opportunity to have an experience with God, because speaking in tongues, okay, in First Corinthians chapter fourteen, I don't know if you're writing what I'm telling you. I don't know if you're paying attention to what I'm saying to you. First Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse two. Look at First Corinthians fourteen two. For he that speaketh in unknown tongues, speaketh not unto men. So if I'm speaking in tongues, I'm not speaking to you. That is why you don't need to understand it. I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to God. He says, speaking not unto men, but unto God. You understand what it means to speak unto God? How can you speak unto God and God will not speak back to you? If I talk to you, how are you? I'm fine. Babe. Do you reply? Yes. Babe. Why do you reply? Because you talk to me. Are you sure? Yes. Babe. We are talking, isn't it? Am I speaking with you? Yes, please. Are you sure? Yes, please. What is your name? Barbara. Barbara, what? Wow! She's even laughing. You. So there's laughter in the spirit that can come for you as you speak in tongues. But because you are. You will not get anything. And you always say, God God didn't talk to me. God never talks to me. You were a joke. You were talking to God and I was talking back to you. You never paid attention. Listen, God always talks to me. My problem is that God talks to me too much. That is the problem I have. Yes. That's the problem I have. Because whenever I pray, God talks to me. Yes. Whenever I pray, if I start praying, God talks to me. Because I am careful to listen. What is communication if I talk and you don't talk back? Why should you just speak it in three hours? And then you go without hearing anything. What is your problem? Go back to that play. First Corinthians 14. Four, we read 14. Now we are in 15. I'm trying to teach you on, on what? Basically born of the Spirit. Okay? What it means to be born of the Spirit, basically. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit. And I'll pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. This is very powerful, but let's go on. Verse 16. I ask, when thou shalt bless with the Spirit? In other words, when I speak in tongues, okay, I can bless you with speaking in tongues. I can lay my hands on you and not say a word in English. I'll just speak in tongues. And it will be a blessing for you. This else when thou shalt bless with the spirit, how shall he that occupy the room of the unlearned? There are people called those who occupy the room of the unlearned. How shall they say amen at thy thanksgiving, at thy giving of thanks? See, he understandeth not what thou sayest. He has not been trained to understand what you are saying. Next verse. For thou verily givest thanks well, but the other is not edified. Why? Because he doesn't understand so he says, if we are in, in public, we should speak in a language that everybody can understand. For instance, if I came in and I was teaching you in tongues, will you understand? You will not understand. Even though I will actually be teaching I will be teaching with the Spirit, but it will not benefit you. There are a lot of Christians who still, even though they are born again, still occupy the room of the online because they, they've not exposed themselves to the Holy Spirit, whose primary job is to bring Jesus the reality of Christ to them. That is the Holy Spirit's primary objective. The Holy Spirit's primary objective is to make Jesus real to you. The Holy Spirit's primary objective is to open your eyes in the Spirit. Okay? To experience the love of Jesus, to experience the grace of God, to experience the power of the Lord. That's, that's Job. John chapter 16, let's read from verse 18. John 16, 18. Go to 12. This, this is it. He says, I have yet many... This is Jesus talking. I have yet many things to say unto you. He's talking to his disciples. Are you a disciple of Jesus Christ? Do you follow Jesus Christ? So Jesus is talking to you now. He says, I have many things to say unto you. I have yet many things to say unto you. But you cannot bear them now. Or you cannot understand them. Let's read other versions of this. So that we see what he's talking about. Okay? I still have many things to tell you. But you can't handle them now. You can't handle them. There are things that they couldn't handle. They couldn't understand. They couldn't believe. Do you see? So he said that, I will send the comforter. Go to the King James. Howbeit, or however, when he, the spirit of truth, when the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide you into all truth, into all reality. There's there's reality, there's real, (laughs) there's reality in life. There's what matters and there's what does not matter in your life. There are a lot of things you are doing that are nonsense. But you don't know. You think it's the main thing. And you are focusing on it and giving your energy to it. But it's actually a, a bunch of nonsense which will not bring you any benefits in the next five years. But you don't know. When someone tells you, you saw the person. Do you get it? For instance, there's a boy you are chasing. Or who is chasing you? Who is actually a bunch of nonsense? His life is going to destroy your life. But then you don't know. Do you get it? There's a course you are trying to choose. That will end up destroying you. Instead of choosing the other one, you don't know. You are blind in life. So you don't know. Jesus said in John chapter 8 verse 12, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Hmm? He shall have the light of life. Then spake Jesus again unto them, say, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. There are a lot of Christians who are walking in darkness. Unfortunately. They walk in darkness concerning everything about their life. Everything. Why? Because they occupied the room of the unlearned. They've not taken time to read their Bible. That's why you rush out of your room. That's why you ignore the most important thing in your life. You rush out of the room. You rush out, of, you rush out to do every other thing. Ignoring the most important thing. Why? You are blind. You cannot hear. Even though you are seeing, you are coming to church, you are seeing, but you cannot see. You are hearing, but you cannot hear. You know what happens to such people? Go back to 2 Timothy chapter 2, I was showing you. 23. But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do engender stripes. This is Paul talking to Timothy. Next verse. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach patience. Let's read this in other He's telling. What we should do, how how you should behave as a servant of God. He says, and the servant of the Lord must not be quarrelsome, fighting and contending. There are people you should not quarrel with. You should not like questions like, "So what, what about this?" Then you reply. So what? There are people you just have to keep quiet. You see, when we are talking, you are not listening. We have to keep quiet. You get it? Uh-huh. We say once, twice. You not, you don't mind. Why you are? The Bible says, "Do not cast your pearls before swine." You were swine. You are pig, spiritually speaking. And whatever precious thing we give to you, you trample upon it and you turn and rend us or destroy us. So it is best to keep quiet. That's what it says. And the servant of the Lord must not be quarrelsome, fighting and contending. Instead, he must be kindly to everyone and mild-tempered, preserving the bond of peace. He must be a skilled and suitable teacher, patient and forbearing and willing to suffer wrong. Why? Next verse. Why must he be like this? Next verse. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. The, it says, In meekness, the preacher in meekness must instruct those who oppose themselves. If God, per adventure, will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. Hmm. This is what I want to show you. In meekness, instructing those who would oppose himself. Will you oppose yourself? Do you understand what it means to oppose yourself? How many of you understand what it means to oppose yourself? To fight against yourself. To fight yourself. What do you also know? Oh, like, it's like you take decisions and like you begin to fight against the decisions that you've taken. To oppose yourself, okay, is to destroy yourself. It's called self-destruction. Hmm? Those who oppose themselves. Hmm. How, how, how can you oppose yourself? You oppose yourself when the word of God that you know you don't live by. You don't live by the word. You can it's called deceiving yourself as well. James chapter 1, verse 20. Look at James 1:20. And and something happens to them. That's what I want you to really see. Okay? For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Next verse. Wherefore lay apart all and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, which is able to save your souls. Next verse. But be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving yourselves. Have you seen it? He says, but be what? Doers of the word and not hearers only. You've heard head, 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 but your life and the word are opposite. You are deceiving yourself. You are opposing yourself in life. It's called one step forward, two steps backwards. That is your life. You step forward one, and then you go backwards two. Then you step forward one, and then you go backwards two. You step forward once, and then you go backwards two. You step forward once, and then you go backwards two. You step forward once, and you go backwards two. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you going forward, or are you going backwards? You're going backwards. You're opposing yourself. Why? Because you have decided that you will not be a doer of the world. You have decided that you will not expose yourself to the the realm of the holy spirit and develop as a child of god look at the next verse verse 23 for if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass looking at himself in the mirror like a man who's looking at himself in the mirror for he beholdeth himself he looks at what man of man he is and goeth his way and straight away forgeteth what man of man he was He immediately forgets what manner of man. It's like those who don't remember how they look like. Do you remember how you look like? Do you remember your face? Not depending on the picture. Do you remember your face, how you look like? I don't know if you understand the question. Like when you look in the mirror, do you remember how you look like in the mirror? Do you remember? Uh It's spiritually speaking. You can look at yourself in the mirror of God. The mirror of God is God's word. You come to church, they tell you what you are. We tell you, study the Word, to show you what you are and help you overcome in life. And then you will insult what has been said to you by looking at yourself in the mirror and deciding that this is not me. This is not me. This is someone else. The Bible says you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You say it is not me. I am a sinner. I am a bad boy. I am gay. I am a lesbian. But the Word of God is telling you that you are the glory of God. And then you stand there and say, no, I am not the glory of God. I'm gay. You are opposing yourself in life. What is that? What is the cost Go back, go, go go to the other side. Or what is the consequence? Second chapter two. What are we reading? You have to be smart, though. You have to be smart. You need Jesus in your life. I'm telling you, you need Jesus in your life. <laughs> you are children of God, but I'm telling you that you need Jesus in your life. You need Jesus in your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You need to know the reality of Christ for yourself. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure, adventure will give them repentance, to the acknowledging of the truth. This is the problem. To the acknowledging of the truth. To be able to acknowledge the word of God as truth, because your life says that the word of God is not true. What God is saying about you is not true. I don't know if I'm making sense. The Bible says that He is able to keep you from falling. You say that He cannot keep me from falling. I will fall. <laughs> The Lord God tells you that you are smart. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. But God has not given us a spirit of timidity, or fear, or shyness, but He has given us a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. You look at that, the response should be I have a sound mind. But then you say that no, I am dumb, my bone rough. I am an idiota you are not into acknowledging the truth you see that is why good will not come to you. This is the problem with Christians Philemon one six look at Philemon one six I pray that the communication of your faith eh is that the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. The sharing of your faith, the distribution of your faith, the effectiveness of your faith will become effectual. How? By the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. And the word of God shows you every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. You look at it you say it's not true. The boy is stronger than I am. The girl is stronger than I am. The booze is stronger than I am. The the we is stronger than I am. What are you talking about? I'm not good enough. When the Bible says that you you are the beloved of God, you are the accepted of God, you keep condemning yourself. I'm not beautiful enough. Who will marry me? What are you talking about? What did the word of God say? What did the word of God say? Why are you allowing your blindness to increase? Why are you not allowing the light of God to shine upon your life? It is in acknowledging every good thing or acknowledging the truth that you become effective in life. But if you oppose yourself, go back to that place. 2 Timothy 2. In meekness, he says the preacher must, in meekness or in gentleness, instruct those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. Next verse. This is the problem. This is the problem. And that they may recover themselves. They may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. Listen, they say nature hits or boss vacuum. There's nothing like vacuum in life. Okay? There's nothing like vacuum in life. It's either you are serious with God or you are serious with the devil. You can ignore and deny that I'm not serious with the devil. I am serious. I am not serious with God, but I am not serious with the devil. You are, you are. a liar. It confirms that you have been deceived and that you are very, very serious with the devil, and that your blindness is very high. Nature abhors vacuum. When Americans kicked out the Lord and kicked down Jesus Christ and kicked out missionary work, do you know what replaced it? Do you know what replaced it? Demons replaced it. Chaos replaced it. Go to America and see. Everybody's trying to become everything. The first of us started accepting uh, gender, transgender, whatever. Then transracial. Then trans. Yes, there's transracial. Some people identify as blacks, even though they are white people. So they identify as blacks. And then some also, some also identify as white, even though they are blacks. Okay, then there's trans. Uh, trans age. So the man is 65 years old, but then he says he's a six-year-old girl. A man. There's trans, uh, trans disabled. Yes, trans disabled. Someone amputated his arm because he feels like he's an amputee. A woman also put acid in her eyes because she feels like she's blind. And now she's blind. Yeah, so where are you going to draw the line? I said, nature abhors vacuum. That's how it is. If you leave a land bare, what will happen to it? I thought you left it bare. What will happen to it? Weeds will grow naturally. Weeds will come out of it. That's how life is. If you leave your heart bare and not allow the Word of God to stay in your heart, you are opposing yourself. You will see what will come. You'll be surprised. As a child of God, don't make a mistake. I'm not talking about people who are not in church. I'm talking about people who are in the house of God. Be serious with what you are doing. If you are serious with God, be serious with God. Don't depend on some of these people to try and push you to the house of God. and No, be serious with the word of God. Do you understand? It's either you are serious or you are not. It's either you are with God or you are with the devil. Period. There's no middle line. There are no gray areas. Forget about it. it says, and that they may recover themselves because they've trapped themselves out of the snare of the devil. Read the rest. who are taken captive by him at his will at his will they are taken captive by him at his will at his will at his will, at his will. At you think the devil has given up on you brother you are a joke you are a joke sister you are a big joke he is not giving up on you 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 we are not ignorant of the devil's devices we are not ignorant of the devil's devices no hima. 211. Let's read from verse 10. To whom you forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgive anything to whom I forgive it, for your sakes, forgive I it in the person of Christ. Next verse. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us. Now, this is Paul talking, saying that he's careful even with judging someone who has done something wrong. Lest the devil Lest Satan should gain an advantage over him. Then it says, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Meaning that Satan can get an advantage over you. Ask your neighbor, has Satan gotten an advantage advantage over you? Who has gotten the advantage over you? Satan or Jesus? Wow. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? Yeah. Let Satan should get an advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his device. And Can you imagine the word devices is the Greek word noema and it means thoughts. Thoughts. We are not ignorant of his thoughts. Sorry. W version. Yeah, that, version that we might not have Satan get an advantage against us. He can get an advantage over you. <laughs> when you keep opposing yourself, you are in the church. Some people have been in this church for a long time. And you have not changed. Look at you. Look, look at your. Tell neighbor, look at you. I ain't you chuck your life. You've, you, 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 you've, been, you've been rejecting the word. You've been rejecting the word. We you you speak in tongues? No, work. No, work. No, work. No, wake. work. You study the scriptures. You open the Bible. Uh, 3.45. Uh, Is it 45 for (laughs) 5? And Jesus said, (laughs) Jesus, and you close it, and then you walk out. You are doing yourself, oh brother. Satan, he says, Satan takes them captive at will. In other words, uh, he knows he has you, but he's waiting until when he's bored. (laughs) Then he will come no, read really your Bible, it's in the scriptures. Okay, it's in the scriptures. First Peter chapter 5. I want to show you places where in the Bible that shows that the devil does not give up on you. If you think the devil has given up on you, you are a big joke. First Peter chapter 5, verse 9. Look at first Peter 5, 9. Let's read from verse 8 so that it makes more sense. Okay. Be sober. Tell what, be sober. sober. Be vigilant. 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 Why? Why should you be sober and vigilant? What does it mean to be sober? To be serious. Let's read other versions so that we can understand the. other versions. Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Other versions, stay alert, watch out for your great enemy. You forgotten you have an enemy. That is why you don't like you can't wake up at dawn to pray. Because you've forgotten that there's a... Like, you think, I'm God's icon rapid. <laughs> I'm God's icon rapid. <laughs> I'm God's icon rapid. i can't it. <laughs> I'm I don't know that to sing a song, so that's all I know. <laughs> I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. Those of you who are new, you get to know all those songs. They have very wild songs in the church. <inaudible> so, a spiritual blindness... You've been deceived, and you don't know. You are not into fasting. As a child of God, on your own, you said that oh, the Lord will take care of me. Brother, it doesn't work like that. Too. Jesus Himself said it. The Francis were asking Jesus, "Why come your, your disciples do not fast? John's disciples are even fasting. How about your disciples?" Jesus said, well, "Leave them. Let them eat. If the bridegroom is with the children of the chamber, the bride chamber, they cannot fast." but the days are coming when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them then shall they fast is Jesus gone so we are in the days Jesus declared the days of fasting after he leaves like when we leave we are into fasting but you have decided that you are into eating you will feel your tummy every time you eat our food is even coming out of your nose you don't remember the last time you fasted on your own even when we say we are all fasting, you not fast. For instance, tomorrow we are fasting, and on Friday we are fasting. All of us, the whole church is fasting. But check—you can check spiritually how many people will fast. Yeah, by what will happen after. He says the devil takes, takes advantage of them at will, at his own will. Eh? Go back. Go back to that place. First Peter five eight. Be sober. Be vigilant. Why? Because your adversary, the devil. He didn't say your adversary, your mother, or your adversary, your grandmother, or your adversary, your mother-in-law, or your adversary. Because a lot of people think that the adversary, the mother-in-law, the father-in-law, their cousin a fearful. There is nothing like a fearful in the Bible. There is no a fearful in the Bible. If you check the Bible, all families were united to do something against the other person. There are some few families do some foolish things. Yeah. You use Joseph's experience as a fearful experience, like you are the one who chose in the family and everybody hates Brother, there's nothing like that. Jesus took you away, the Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 11, he came unto his own but his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave the power, the right to become the sons of God. Then it says, children who are not born of man, born of blood, of what? Of flesh, of the will of man, but children who are born of God. Immediately you became born again. God took you from not your family and put you into God's family. Okay? Be sober. Be vigilant. Do you understand vigilance? Be watchful. You think the devil is joking with you? The devil takes a hold of your mind. Of your mind. I'm not talking about your mind. If you can hold your mind, you are in trouble. You mess you up. Haven't you read where he says that do not give the devil a foothold in your life? Haven't you read those portions of the Bible? Ephesians chapter 4. Let me show it to you. Ephesians chapter 4. Maybe you don't know that it's like the devil that's like, oh it's finished, it's not finished, brother. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25. Now it's so it's so important. Let's read from from verse 19. It's 19. Verse 19. We'll go back to first Peter chapter 5. I don't know if you like my message. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to share on what it means with born of the spirit. Okay, what it means with born of the spirit. When we say someone is born of the spirit, what does it mean? What does it mean? Because Jesus says something in John chapter 3. Okay. Let's go there quickly and then we'll come back to this place. Then we'll go back to 1st Peter chapter 5. Then we'll go back to 2nd Peter chapter 2. You understand what I'm saying? John 3. Let's read. Go up. Let's read from verse 5. Jesus answered. Jesus is talking to Nicodemus. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit. Water represents the word of God. So we're talking about the word of God. Except a man is born of the word and born of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Next verse. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. So there's flesh birth. Hmm? That's what? That's what your mother did and your father did. They gave birth to you in the flesh. But there's spiritual birth. There's birth of the spirit. It says, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. To be born again means to be born of the Word and to be born of the Spirit. We are born of the Word and born of the Spirit. That's what it means to be born again. The word born again is Genao. The Greek word is Genao, Anoden. Genao means to be given birth to, like you'll be born in the natural. For someone to push you out from the womb. You were lying in the womb and you came out of the womb. Do you see? Uh huh. So Genao means to be given birth to. Then Anoden, eh? Go up, go up. Go to verse 3. Go to verse 3. Jesus answered, very, very, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and kind of the spirit, he cannot enter, three. Jesus answered and said unto him, very, very, I say unto you, except a man be born again. How I mean, is it? The word born again is from two Greek words. The word born is genao. The Greek word is genao. And it means to be given birth to naturally. Just like you lay in a woman, and you are pushed out. But the word again is, is not to be born like you were born You were born once and you are now born again. That's what it means to be born from a certain place. To be born from heaven. The word anoden is above or heaven. Do you get it? now uh-huh. So to be born from heaven, to be born from above, if you're you a child of God and you are born again, that is what it means. It means you have been born from heaven now. okay? now you may not do it I'm telling you now that's why the word of God must be used to educate you. if you are not educated spiritually, you will be denied of what you have become. If you are born by Bill Gates and you don't know you are born by Bill Gates, what will happen? You will stay in Ghana forever. You will stay in a forever, isn't it? And you'll be denied of your wealth, of your your fame and your honor and your glory. Why? Because you don't know. The Bible says that they don't know. They they know not neither do they understand. I have said that ye are gods and that you are children of the Most High, but you shall die like men and like one of the princes of this world. Why? Because they know not neither do they understand. Psalm eighty two. So knowledge of God's word is too important. That is why I read, my, I read my Bible because I want to get to know what I have become some more. But it's like you are not interested. I don't know whether you are interested in such things. It's like you are not interested. That is why the devil will take advantage of your life. I'm telling you. There are a lot of Christians there who are in, captive. They are in captivity by the devil. Yes. And he takes advantage of them at will, at his own time. When he moves around, I'm uh, like, okay, okay. let's visit this guy. Don't do follow up on you. <laughs> There's some strange sickness. Strange. A child of God. Strange sickness. We don't know what happened. Uh, that he's dead. 18, 20. You think that 20 years do not die, be dead. Don't take God seriously now. Be serious. Eh? Remember your creator in the days of your youth. Get into the gear of reading the Bible. Get into the gear of praying in tongues on your own. Don't be sitting aloof. That is why your school fees will not be paid after a while. That is why something will happen. Daddy will just pass on. Or mommy will just the one who brings the money will just go and your life will be in disarray. Why? You didn't take advantage of God's word. You didn't take advantage of what it means to be born of the spirit. a a man be born again. He cannot see. The word see is Uh, 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 idol to acknowledge the kingdom of God. You cannot acknowledge the kingdom of God. You cannot realize that you are actually in the kingdom of God. You will not realize. You think that you are moving around in Ajiase or Bwedi or at Scotty. You will not know that you are actually staying with the Lord and you are born in another kingdom and that that kingdom supplies your supply now. You are now hooked into another thing. You will just be moving around like a normal person. Next verse. Go to verse 5. Jesus answered, unto you: except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. You cannot have entrance until you are born. And that's what has happened to you. Now you are born of God. You are born of the Word. To be born of God means to be born of the Word and to be born of the Spirit. That's what it means. Look at the next verse. Then it says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. The guy who is born of the flesh is just flesh. He cannot go beyond flesh. But that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. It's spirit. There's spiritual things for you to enjoy. Your eyes must pop open like this. And what others cannot see, you can see. You can see very easily. You have understanding, quickness of understanding. You are moving. You have wisdom, whether it's academics, choosing a beloved, uh, whatever, traveling, business, whatever. Someone I know very well was given a passport, a diplomatic passport, to travel to any country at all he wants. The passport decides that you can take it to any country at all you want. When he took the pa- when he touched the passport, his eyes opened, bring your phone like a passport, give it to me. When he touched it like this, his eyes opened, and then he rejected it. I don't like it. That would have been the end of his life. Would you have taken it? <laughs> because you are working with these things, you are working with your two eyes. You are working with your two eyes. No visa. You don't need a visa. You can go anywhere. You can travel in at any time. At any time. This same man was invited by someone very influential in this country for a meeting. And he rejected it. He said, I'm not going. Why? God spoke to him. He saw. Because he's awake. He's spiritually awake. A lot of us are spiritually asleep. You are dumb. Spiritually dumb. There's spiritual deafness, the spiritual blindness, the spiritual lameness. Eh? The spiritual dumbness. You can't talk. Like when you talk, it doesn't do anything spiritually. You get it? You can confess that you die. I have the life of God. It's a lie. You are, you are dumb. In the spirit you are doing this. And nobody can understand you. That's what you are doing. Hallelujah. Since that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Next verse. Marvel not that I said unto you, ye must be born again. Ye must be born again. Next verse. The wind bloweth where it listeth. The wind blows where it likes. And thou hearest a sound thereof. When the wind is blowing, you hear. And apart from hearing, you see the effects of the wind. The wind can uproot trees, it can uproot buildings, it can do all kinds of things. It can carry you. I saw someone carried off. By the wind. When they came recently, and the wind was blowing so much that I was almost carried off. One woman's wave was taken away like that by the, by the wind and she was chasing it. No, true story. I'm not lying to you. Yeah, the wind. That's how the wind is. It says the wind blows where it wails. The word listed means where it wails. The wind blows where it wails. And you hear the sound thereof, but you cannot tell whence it cometh. You don't know where it is coming from. And you don't know where it's going to, then it says, "So is everyone that is born of the spirit. Are you born of the spirit? No. If you are born of the spirit, your life is like the wind." Hmm What does it mean? When I say your life is like the wind, your effectiveness cannot be determined by anybody. Nobody knows how, how you make it. I don't forget it? We don't know how, where the wind is coming from. We don't know how come it has power, the power that it has but we know that effectively we know how effective it is but we don't know where it's coming from we don't know where it is going to all we know is that it is making doing it having some results that's how your life is supposed to be result oriented yet nobody can trace where it is coming from and nobody they are doing what you are doing but they are not getting the results you are getting why because you are born of the spirit you are selling the tomatoes everybody is purchasing your tomatoes nobody understands why they are purchasing your tomatoes they can go and buy the city you have bought. They can go and buy the thing you bought. They can do everything, but they will not get the result you have. Why? You are like the wind. you understand what I'm saying? You don't have to study for 24 hours. You study for a while. As led by the Holy Spirit, you get your results. Someone will study like you did and will not have the result. Why? You are born of the Spirit, he's not. That's why I know that whatever I touch will work. It's my personal knowledge. I know from the scriptures. If I touch it, it will work. That's why I'm not afraid to start churches. I'm like the wind. If I come, it will work. But you don't understand. Some people say this place is hard. This place. I'm not like that. We don't discuss hardness in church. Like this area is so hard, we shouldn't plant church there. No. I'm like the wind. When I get there, it will work. When I get there, everything I need to respond to me. I'm like the wind. Tell me about I'm like the wind. If you are not conscious of it, no effect. No effect, no fruitfulness, no result. You are just like every other person who is born of the flesh. That's why Christians are suffering. Today I saw someone, you know, do this. And I said, never, it will never happen to me. Yeah. yeah he, this, he, in the sun. I said, no, it's not supposed to be like that. He didn't make Adam to toil. Adam was not sweating. The sun was not as hot as it is now during Adam's time. The, the sun was like air conditioned. Read your Bible very carefully. There was a mist in the sky that prevented the sun's rays. And that mist was taken away. And even the ozone layer that prevents the sun from coming is now being torn gradually. You know, the ozone layer is being depleted gradually. Yeah. God put something there to prevent the sun's rays from being direct. I would never say, The sun shall not smite me by day, nor the moon by night. I'll never struggle in my life. Jesus said, I Don't you know about the, the, the lilies of the field? They need that towel." not sweat, but your father takes care of them. How much more you? You are not supposed to sweat in life. Do you understand? Do you understand when I say sweat in life? I'm sweating now, but I'm not sweating in life. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And what I'm saying, it's like, when I'm sweating, hey, I shouldn't be sweating. Yeah, Jesus, what they said is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I mean. Struggle. Struggle. One small thing that needs to happen in your life, you struggle. So hard, and you keep singing it. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler. What? I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler. <laughs> uh, yeah, joke. Stop singing songs. I'll not help you. See, I've got the life of God working in me. See, I'll have it easy in life. Say it again. I'll have it easy in life because my Opened. My ears are open. I know what to do at all times. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you are not taking advantage of where you have been born, opportunity will be presented to you and you close your hands like this. This is not mine when it is actually yours. You will not see. He says, He will not see when good cometh. He will not see when good cometh. Have you read that scripture before? Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5. Let's look at Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5. Remember, I said that there's no vacuum. Nature abhors vacuum, isn't it? It's either you trust in God and you are with God and you are into his word and into the spirit or you are into something else, which is the devil. That says the Lord, cares be the man that trusteth in man. The one who trusts in man is cursed. That says the Lord, cares be the man that trusteth in man and make it flesh his arm. Because this person is there, you feel that. That is why I say goodbye very easily. I say goodbye very easily. People are traveling, oh, God bless you, hug you, you are gone. What do you want me me to cry? I don't know what I'll do without you. I know what I'll do without you. (laughs) It's the truth, I know what I'll do without you. I will survive whether you are there or not. makes no difference. Do you get it? I, I, so, when some of our pastors are traveling, they're going to be away for five years or four years, I just hug them. Uh, like pastor, is that all? I'm like, that's that's. Or what else do you want me to do? It's done. You have to continue, go and continue on there for the Lord. That's all. Have, not when I have the Holy Spirit. I'm never alone. I can never be alone. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost are with me all the time. In my room, in my bath, everywhere they are with me. He says, that's it. The Lord. He be the man that trusted in man and it flesh his arm. And whose heart departed from the Lord? Your heart departing from the Lord. Do you see? That, that's the problem. Your heart is departing from the Lord. God will wake you up in the morning. Pray. Then you pick your phone and go on Instagram. <laughs> this girl passing us. Yeah, you big old. <laughs> then you are just going and going. The period is gone. Or you call your beloved or call something. You take your book straight. You pick wake straight. God woke you up. He forgot to woke you up. You won't even say good morning to God. You stand up and you are gone. Repent, too. Repent. Change your life. Because the devil is waiting to pounce on you and destroy. You'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. You'll be surprised. Hallelujah. See, I would not be surprised. I'm trying to balance the message for you and not scare you too much. Next verse, verse 6. But that's the truth. This is what God says, I should tell you. For he shall be like the heath in the desert. The one who makes flesh is shall be like the heath in the desert and shall not see. He shall not see when good cometh. When good comes, is where he cannot see. Why? He's actually walking like this in life. Because there's no light. The light of life is not there. Because he has shut his heart and shut his mind. To the light of life. But he shall inhabit the patched places in the wilderness. Inside the desert, you inherit the driest portion of the desert. The desert is dry. But the one who does not trust in the Lord will inherit the driest portion of the desert. And in a salty land and not inhabited, a land that is salty, what can you plan for to work in a salty land? Nothing works. So the are Christians who, have, nothing is working. Marriage is not working. Children are not working. Work is not working. Nothing. That is not... Say that, it will not be my life. How many of you don't want that? How many of you don't want that? What do you think you should do to not have that? The fact that you do not want it does not mean that it will not come. No. It's not, I don't want that. Who, now, who wants it? <laughs> Nobody wants it. People have found themselves in there. People have found themselves in there. Why? Because they ignored God. They ignore his word. They ignore the spirit. They do not take advantage of what it means to be born of the spirit. Right. Okay, this one. It says who being past feeling have given themselves over unto this is Ephesians 4:19. They've given over themselves to the It's talking about people who are not born again to work all uncleanness with greediness. Next verse. But you have not so learned Christ. Go up, go to verse 19. Let's see if you are here. Go back to 19. Let's read the amplified. So that we understand it some more. In their spiritual apathy you talking about people who are not born again. In their spiritual apathy. Do you understand apathy? What does apathy mean? You need additional in your life. Oh. I'm telling you. What? I should point and kill. My wife says I should point and kill. Yeah. What does it mean, apathy? Like you don't care. Not to not care. Yeah, Indifferent about things. You are right. In their spiritual indifference or carelessness, They have become callous. Do you understand callous? What does it mean to be callous? When we say the nurse is a callous nurse, it's callous. Wicked. Someone who doesn't care. Hard. Someone who is hardened. She has seen so many people die. When you bring your mother and say, "Nurse, emergency, emergency!" In their spiritual apathy, they have become callous and they have gone past feeling. Like feelings cannot even keep them. Like they don't have feelings; they have gone beyond feeling. I guess it. And past feeling, and reckless, and have become, and have abandoned themselves a prey to unbridled sensuality. They have devoted themselves to unbridled sensuality. You understand that? No self-control. They can do everything. They can sleep with someone's butthole. Sleep with someone's VJJ. They, they are into They are into what kind, Are you talking about unbelievers? Not believers. Not you. Hallelujah. Eager and greedy to indulge in every form of impurity. Eager and greedy to indulge in every form of what impurity that their depraved desires may suggest and demand. Next verse. Verse 20. But you did not so learn Christ. Christ is an education. Hmm? other version says, you did not so learn the Christ. I think Dabi, if you have Dabi, Dabi will say that, the Christ. Definite article. Uh But you have not thus learned the Christ. Because Christ, Jesus, is an education. He is a curriculum to be learned, to be studied. Are you getting it? Next verse. If so be that you have heard him. If you have heard Christ, and have been taught by him, that's what it means to be, to learn Christ. If you hear him, and you are taught by him. As the truth is in Jesus, next verse, that you put up concerning the former conversation, your former life, your old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Put it off. Oh. Next verse. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed where? In the spirit of your mind. In other words, allow the word of God to work on you. Next verse. And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and holiness. These are beautiful scriptures. It's showing what to do with your life. show you what to do with your life. Next verse. Wherefore, putting away lying, Christians who are into lying. I said something recently which was not a lie, but I left something out. This morning, the Holy Spirit reminded me of that thing and said, Next time when you're talking, don't talk like that or else I'll use you. Yeah, that's what the Holy Spirit told me. And I repented. I said, I'm sorry. Next time I'll see everything as I'm supposed to see. I just left something out. No, if you are alive to the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will always be talking to you, He will always be talking to you. Show you When you do something, I' will tell you, brother, why did you do this wrong? Why did you say it this way? You shouldn't speak to Just speech. Like, why did you even talk about that thing with the person? Why did you talk about that thing? You shouldn't have spoken about it. That's, that's someone who is alive to the spirit. Well, for putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Don't lie to this girl and lie to this girl and lie to this girl and lie to this girl. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. You are combining so many post heads in the church. Be angry and sin not. He says, be angry. Sometimes you have to be angry in life. Be angry and sin not, but in your anger do not sin. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. In other words, let's, don't let the day end and stop being angry. Before the day ends, solve your, solve your anger issues and go to bed without anger so that you can sleep in the night. Next verse. Then he says, neither give place to the devil. I've this is all I wanted to show you. This is all I wanted to show you. He says, neither give what." place to the devil. Neither give place. So, let's read the other versions. Leave no such room of foothold for the devil. Give no opportunity to him. Can you give the devil an opportunity in your life? So much opportunity. And he will have an advantage over you. Yeah. Message. Don't give the devil that kind of foothold in your life. Because if you give him a foothold, you understand foothold, one foot, you allow him to have just one foot in your life. He has one leg. That's all he needs. It will take you seventy-five thousand miles. You'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. Don't give the devil a chance, because you can give the devil a chance. Your life can be a life that is giving the devil a chance. First Peter chapter five, verse eight. Let's go back there. I've not even scratched the message. I've not started. I've not showed you what it means to be born of the Spirit and what it means to live. Be sober. Be vigilant. Let's you amplify. Be well-balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Be vigilant and cautious at all times. Not at certain times. At all times. Why? For that enemy of yours. You think he likes you? After neighbor, you think he likes you? Yes. What do your neighbor say? You think he likes you? The devil, you, are, you are the devil's friend. The devil's bestie. BFF for life. Bay for life. Boo for life. For that enemy of yours, the devil roams around. This is what the devil does. He roams. The devil is not omnipresent. Do you understand what I just said? What does omnipresent mean? Everywhere at the same time. The devil is not everywhere at the same time. He is not omniscient. He doesn't know everything at all times. He moves just like a man would move from one place to the other. Even in the Old Testament, that's how the scripture has been given to him. In Job chapter 1, God asks the devil, where are you coming from? He says, from going to and fro in the earth. He moves to and fro, looking for whom he can have. You get it. So all those who are not into the things of the spirit, all those who are not into the things of the word, even though they are born of the word, how can you live in water? Can you live in the sea? Are you manu water? <laughs> or are you papa water? You are, not, you are not aquaman. <laughs> uh, you are not aquaman. Why? Because you are not born of water. You are born of the earth. You are born on the earth. And because you are born on the earth, you need to live on the earth. You breathe in oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide. On earth. Not underwater. So you can become transwater. Like right now, you are a waterman. You are in two rooms. I've said this a number of times. How do you kill fishes? You kill a fish with machine gun or bombs. You, you, you do, you, you know grenade, you, you, you take a grenade and then you throw it into the water. Boom! Then you kill the fish and go and take the fish. Is that what you do? What do you do? Put a, put a net inside. Let them come inside the net. plenty. And then you bring them out of the water. That's all. All you need to do to terminate a fish is to bring it out of where it is born. Same thing with your life. What the devil needs to do is to bring you out of what you are born of. So if you are born of, we are born of the word and of the spirit. The way to terminate you is to take you out of the spirit and take you out of the word. That's the end. How How does it take you out of the spirit? Not you not speaking in tongues. You see, you are not into speaking in tongues. You don't speak in tongues and you don't care. You don't care. You're so busy. You're not into speaking in tongues. Yeah. Jesus said to disciples, you could not pray with me for an hour. Meaning that you prayed pray in tongues for at least an hour in a day. Yes. The Bible says men ought always to pray and not to see. Did you read that portion of your Bible? Luke 18. One. It says men ought always to pray not sometimes and not faint. And he speak a problem to them, to this end, that men ought always to pray, look at one, and not to faint, not to give up. How come, you, how come you don't know? You can't even tell the spiritual significance of what is going on. Like you're in a meeting like this and you don't know that. This is actually very important. This is the orchestration of the Holy Spirit. You are making people struggle to come and call you for service and do this and what that. Are you going to pay the lawyer for me? I'm paying the lawyer for you. I mean, what kind of nonsense is that? <laughs> so, your eyes are shut it also says their eyes have been they shut they've shut their eyes to be born of the spirit means to be given birth to by the holy spirit and hence to survive only by the holy spirit you cannot survive without the word you cannot survive without the holy spirit do you understand what I'm saying yes, sir. are you in the church yeah. <laughs> your friend will leave you your husband will leave you we are, we are. I'm um, husband. I'm um, husband to her. She's wife to me. We will not die at the same time. One of us will die before the other. In other words, one of us will leave the other before the other. Th- these are not things we think about. Yeah. But she can do without me. If I die today, should we be remarried. You'll be surprised. <laughs> you will be surprised. Uh, why should? You, and it is my will that she should marry. Why? Should you, uh, I'm not here. She needs. us needs. Those needs to be met. If you like, die and leave your wife and see, you'll be surprised. Or yeah. you'll be in heaven and you are like, Ha! Huh? Charlie! Charlie! Charlie, action is happening without me. Oh. It will happen without you, crash up. Like, what I'm trying to say is that everything will leave. Everything will go. You will lose everything. Eh? Everyone, everything. You've come to school, you've made friends. Or you're at a workplace, you have friends. Listen, you will leave. They will go. Eventually. They will never be there again. They will be for the vanishing. What are you going to do with yourself? Jesus said, "Without me, you can do nothing." He meant it. Without me, you can do nothing. Without allowing yourself to flow in the Spirit, to allow yourself for the Holy Spirit to talk to you, how can you survive with the Holy Spirit without the Holy Spirit talking to you? Jesus said, "I will not leave you comfortless. You will not have comfort in life." You don't know what to do with yourself. Why? Because you are not into talking to the Holy Spirit. You you don't even know what to do because you don't care to find out how to talk about how to talk to the Holy Spirit. That's the problem I have with Christians these days. You see, what's the problem I have? You don't care that I don't know what it means for the Holy Spirit to talk to somebody. Meanwhile, when they were teaching you around, you couldn't hear what was said. Go for the message. Look for the message and sit down and educate yourself along that line. This is what it means to hear from the Holy Spirit. This is what it means to hear from the Holy Spirit. And, And let that be your life. You will not do. You think you are doing me. I will prosper and leave you. I'm telling you. Listen, you can be a pastor here in a church and you are not following what you are telling. You are not following the word of God. I'm not into dashing things. That's not why I'm here. You are not a pastor because you want to try and see if you are... No, 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 no. We are not into dashing things. You are a pastor because we are here to teach you the word of God. That's all. Do you understand? We are here to teach you the You are closer to Him more. So that you can put your faith to work more. That's all. That's there's nothing else. And take care of others. Not so that oh, I, I'm a pastor, I'm a, I just did a system inside. You just did a system inside. Be there. We will prosper and leave you. Be a pastor who doesn't give a start. We will prosper and leave you. What is working for me? What is working for me is what I'm telling you. You think what I'm saying I don't do? You think what I'm saying I don't do? Be there. Watch me. Be there. I know where I've come from and I know how I came from where I've come from. And I know how I'm going where I'm going. I know I'm born of the Spirit and I'm born of the Word. These are the means of my survival. I don't joke with the Holy Spirit. I don't. When I wake up in the morning, I ask Him, How are you? Then He will respond, I'm fine. How about you, too? So, what are we doing for the day? What do you want me to learn? When I open the Bible, my eyes are open to it. I can see what you can't see. Look at what I'm preaching to you. Have you seen it before in your Bible? Do you think I prepared to come and share this with you? That God showed me only one scripture. Even the one i am just mentioning is more. John chapter 3 from verse 3 to verse 8. That was all God showed it to me. I, don't, I didn't know how it was going to come out. All the scriptures I quoted from 1 Peter 5, 8, 2 Peter uh, 2, whatever. All the scriptures I've quoted since I began. I did not prepare. I don't have notes. Check my Bible. Check my. I don't have. There's no notes. You see, I've not even gone to my notes. These are my notes. The last thing I this is false brethren, sports. This is council meeting. This is what I did. I went for retreats on Sunday nights and came yesterday afternoon. This is what I pay attention. This faith. I said what I preach is from this is faith. as said what is faith? Hebrews 11.1. fast translation etc. Finish. That's what I preached. You think I don't work with the Holy Spirit? You must be joking. That is my survival. Hmm. I don't have a note. I don't have a note on today. What I'm saying, I don't have no notes. Have you seen a note? I don't have a note because I know John 3:8. John 33 to eight. I, I know where it is. So I just turned my Bible there. God told me talk about born of the Word and the Spirit. That's all. Okay. Yes, Lord. The rest is up to you. I now that prayed, God, take over. See what you want to see. Begin the way you want to begin. Conclude the way you want to conclude. Finish. And I'm here. Be there. You work without the Holy Spirit. Your business, no Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit is not inside. You don't talk to me about your business. It will not prosper. I'm promising you. The devil, and you see, if you're not doing it to him, you're doing it to the devil. That's what I want you to see. Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind, be vigilant and cautious. For that enemy of yours, the devil roams around. Like a lion roaring in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and divorce. This is he's seeking. Who do you think he's seeking? Do you think he's seeking unbelievers? Unbelievers are in his kingdom already, they are his children. He loves them, they love him. They smoke weed together, they are fornicating together, they do everything together. Those are not the people he's talking about. Christians, Christoni. Do you know Chris Tony? Do you know a Christoni? Christoni. You are the one he's talking about. He's seeking you to what? Uh, to seize upon you and devour your baby. You know Hanam? You know Hanam? Huntest uh, meats. Huntest Then he says, Whom resist thou steadfastly? Where? In faith. In the faith. Whom resist steadfast in the faith? Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. In other words, what you are going through, everybody's going through. Resist the devil. The Bible says, resist the devil, he shall flee from you. But you don't know how to resist the devil. When the devil puts something in your mind, ah, I like it. I like it. Listen, he's waiting. He has gone to the other side of the world, he's now coming to the side. Do you understand? You may be in Australia, which is 24 hours away from here talking to some people and sorting some people out, taking some Christians, taking advantage of some Christians. He is going to be coming. He's coming to Ghana very soon. He's going to be coming. You land at Kutuka, do some things in Accra, and get in a VIP bus and start coming to Kumasi. <laughs> then when he comes you, this place is close to Akira Kumasi Road. Then he will enter this place. Who are the people that have been kept captive by some demons that I have put here long ago and I need to chew? Then he will come. You'll be surprised. He says he takes advantage of them. Go back to that place. Second Timothy chapter two. Remember my scriptures, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. Who are taken captive by him at his will. He takes captive them captive in finances. You do everything. Only you. When you do the investment, you close up. Only you. You are the one close. Your money close that thing up. <coughs> you will marry a husband. He will be laughing to you. I love you. He's actually a killer. <laughs> and you have no idea. Because you are spiritually blind. Oh, I know people who have canceled their wedding. Let me Someone I know very well. Very, very well. No, 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 I know her. I've known her since 1995. Around 2009, she was going to marry a certain guy. They had bought everything. Their wedding gown was ready. Rings were ready, engagement list, everything was bought already. But she was always praying about the guy was cool, cool guy, cool, very nice guy. You're a nice guy, yeah, yeah. cool dude, very lovely guy. And the lady had a dream, she was every time she's praying, then she had a dream. When she had a dream, she saw three ladies holding the guy. And pulling the things that they were going to marry with apart. Like, pulling him. He's mine. He's mine. The boy is mine. You don't know that boy is mine. Hey. What a shock. Hey. They were pulling the boy like this. And she woke up. She said, what's the meaning of this? So she just forgot about it. The following day, same dream. 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 Same dream, same setting, same everything. Five times. Can you say that this one is just eating and sleeping? It's like, oh, this one is food. This influence. What food can influence you like that? It's clear. It's clear. She was always like, no, no, it's not, it's not. And God kept showing the same thing. Same dresses, same everything. The boy is mine. The boy is mine. It was just one week to their wedding. And she canceled it. And said, I can't marry you. Just when she said, I can't marry you. Conversations. Oh, why? What is happening? This is this, 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 this. The girl started showing up. The other girls that she saw in the dream <laughs> <laughs> They started popping up like that. Matisoko, why I heard you are going to get married. Hey, this is why did you do this with me? This is it's not a small thing. Though. She was going to marry trouble for the rest of her life. Because she was into spirits. You know spirits. Spirit. Say spirits. Spirit. Ah, Spread. you are into to spread things. Praying. And then keeping quiet to hear from God, God, speak to me. Speak to me. I've, I've told you how I've missed things. Sometimes I'll be driving top speed. The Lord will tell me, take your leg off the pedal. Slow down. When I slow down, Pah! about two months ago, I was driving from, you know in Akira. So I was driving from Pig Farm, to Kawakude, I was going to pass the Kawakude traffic light and go to 37, just around Accra girls. Okay. The traffic lights were all green and I was on top speed, just driving, and the Holy Spirit told me, reduce your speed. When I reduced my speed, you see, it was green for me, a Toyota Hilux, that was supposed to be in red, just came and drove in front of me, I missed him by inches. I would have died straight because he was coming with speed. I think he had an emergency, so he didn't care about the traffic lights. If I had not, how did we How did I miss it? Spill it. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. You know what happened? Let me tell you. I spoke to my wife. I was at my mom's end, and I was driving to my wife's father's end in Cantonment. So when I when I, I called my mother, I'm moving from my mom to my to my to your dad's place. And I said, what did I say? I said, I'll see you soon. Or hopefully I'll see you. Something like that. I said, hopefully I'll see you. So when I cut the car, I was like, ah. Now why would I say, hopefully I'll see you? <laughs> no, why would I say that? I don't know if you remember. Do you, do you remember? I said something like, hopefully I'll see you. I was like, ah. Why would I say that? So that was all I was thinking about was I was driving. Hopefully I'll see you. Ah. I rebuked that in Jesus' name. Hopefully I'll see my wife. Yeah, I'll see her many days. So I was just saying that, praying like that in my mind. You know? And I was alone in the car too. Now just, if I'm alone in my car, I like driving alone because I like to pray when I'm driving. That's why I like driving alone. As I'm driving cold. If someone says that, I spot my, my move. I can't, I have to talk to the person. I have to preach throughout the drive to Accra. I don't like that. I want to be alone. Those of you who have been traveling with me. <laughs> I was just talking to the Lord. Oh God, why? Just when I got, God told me, slow down that everybody stopped and they were looking at me, wondering what I would do, whether I'll follow the guy to go and like. I just drove off peaceful. I'm like, hey God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. And I just drove quietly. I told you, isn't it? Yeah, I told wife. He nearly killed me. You it, say it. Sun Sun Holy Ghost. you know Holy Ghost? Holy Ghost, He goes <laughs> to help you. Rise up on your feet and than thank God for what has shared with you. Tell God I'll be serious with you. I will be into speaking in tongues and talking to you and reading your word and being serious with what you want me to be serious with. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and bounded in your heart as you give attention to the word.